Now presenting. And I'm so sick of people saying that that love is just all a woman is fit for. I'm so sick of it. The Cinema Chicks Podcast. Maybe I'm one of those people that has always wanted to do it, but it's like a pipe dream. Totally by guess. Snap out of it. Starring Hope Johansson. I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. And Madeline Rancourt. Yeah, Call me Ladybird like Christine. you said you would. Hey, I'm Hope. Hey, I'm Madeline. And we are the Cinema Chicks. Hope, let's hop right into the movie that we're talking about today. It is from our favorite platform, HBO Max. Yes. Who we love, but sometimes they disappoint us, like today's film, which is The Survivor, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. This was a time, it was not for me. It is directed by Barry Levinson. AKA and is- Sam's daddy. No. Yes. Really? Because Sam's an nepotism baby. Oh, it all makes sense now. Yes. How come he's connected to everything we watch? Yeah, I oh know. I know. He's. He, I think he haunts us. TBH. Oh, he really does. Yes. Why is really? Yeah. Oh, and Barry Levinson no. is an iconic uh, love Rain Man <laughs> director. Yes, director of Rain Man. A great writer. Also is uh, one of the stars of the B movie. You know. Yeah, he's he's gotten around, and he. I, I'm actually surprised at how long and strong of a career he's had because he's done a lot of directing for TV now and oh. for TV movies, and then also like streaming platforms. But this is his first studio film in a hot sec. Yeah, very interesting. Great cast, though. I have to say, we've got an all-star lineup here. We've got Ben Foster, Billy Mangison, Vicky Crepes, who she, mm-hmm. you know, she has kind of booked and blessed, I have to say. You know, she, I genuinely, I was sitting there. And I'm I was a little like, envious of her she's career. She's a lot of what we've been watching recently. Yeah, like I, none of them are fantastic films. No. But I have to say, her, her bank account must be feeling fantastic. And so I, <laughs> go girl, the jury's girl still boss. Out if I think she's good or not. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to agree with that. Uh, in addition, <laughs> we've also got Peter Skarsgård and mm. one of my all-time favorite people, Danny DeVito. Not enough of him. Not enough of him. I wanted more. And they kind of like, I don't know, the way that I took it, I, it was like really sold that he was in this. I mean, look on IMDb. He's the first picture. He's the first picture and he looks Hugging so, so sweet. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely adorable. But yeah, this was a very interesting film. We're we're in the middle of and after World War II with with this Jewish man who was in a concentration camp as being forced to fight other prisoners mm-hmm. literally to the death. But then he gets taken under the wing of Billy Mangison and is like, no, I'm going to make a career out of you, you boxer yeah man and then it's also interesting because it's it is and it isn't about the boxing like it's it's very much an interpersonal relationship kind of movie yes like there's it's very dialogue relationship heavy yeah with like the backdrop of beating people up yeah it felt and then the the holocaust it felt like raging bull but in the theme of ptsd stop (laughs) and i was like yeah like i don't know i don't at the beginning i was like yeah i love rest not wrestling. wrestling. I love wrestling. Um, that shows how much I know about sports. No, I was like, I love boxing films. This is great because I do think 
boxing creates great cinematography if it's oh, done oh, right like fantastic cinematography and it's also kind of a, a good comparison to life yeah you know like they they have like very parallel themes well it starts off and he's like punching himself in the mirror and i was like why is he doing that and i was yes. like well he's about to be punched in the face so i guess it's good prep a good prep but also like you know the the wrestling with your own self-image yeah and, and very internal like yeah, yeah, it's it, but then I it just felt very like cliche. I feel like every story, then they like fall in love with the quiet, meek girl, and then they struggle with their relation. I don't know right, because like, they they're missing that element of their life. They're like, I'm so crazy, man. I just I beat people up, and I didn't I didn't fall into this life. This, yeah, now you're my woman. I just I don't know. I I don't know like what movie it really reminded me of. But the whole time I was sitting there, I was like. I kind I feel like I've seen this before, but I don't really know what it would be. I, well, I don't. And then he like goes back and meets this other woman in his life. And Vicky Crepes is like, I knew you were leading us here for something. And I don't. But then she's also not like that because she's just like kind of quiet and like, oh, you know what? Why? And it's not for me. It's not. And you know what? Like not every movie is going to be for me. I've really realized that. <laughs> well, right. And that's that's okay. I, I don't think I went into this necessarily expecting it to be for me. But yeah. like I, I've seen movies in this vein that I've been mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, great. Here we go. And then like come out really mm-hmm. enjoying it. And I didn't. I didn't hate this movie. Yeah. It, <laughs> think for yourself. No, I'm kidding. No, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I think it has, like, looking at it from a completely unbiased perspective, it's got some good bones. Yeah. It it has, I don't know if it has a message per se, other than, like, you can conquer the situations you've been set in, mm-hmm. even if your past haunts you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I... I appreciated that it was a movie that was more about, like, the relationships in this man's life as opposed to, like, just getting through, you know, making it to the top of the the boxing. Right. Whatever. It it, it felt a little more personal, Mm -hmm. but definitely, like, nowhere near the cinematic importance of Raging Bull. Right. You know, I felt like it was trying to be... Raging Bull uh-huh. and like Schindler's List. Y- yes, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this is an intro. And it's hard because it's like, and it's hard because this was in this man's real life. Exactly. It's a true story. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was like, when it ended and it was like, you know, Miriam and, uh, and it was like, Miriam and Harry were married for longer and they continued to be. And then she passed away. And I was like, see, it's hard for me to critique. A story that is actually somebody's life. Like we talked about this with Tender Bar. And I mean, Tender Bar, I don't necessarily think is like the most important story in my book. But I do think that especially where this deals with the Holocaust and concentration camps in World War II and um, immigrants, it is a very important story. And it has. Absolutely. It's an important story, but I didn't really know like if it was the most important message. Is that wrong to say? Like, well, I don't, I don't know if there is a message per se, other than like telling this man's story. I mean, it's like kind of inspirational, but not to the point of like I'm going to live my life like this man because no one who's seeing this movie is experiencing like a neo Holocaust. You know, like I would hope not. Like no, no one is living these exact same set of circumstances or anything similar and Uh can be like, yes, I can 
I rise can do that from too. My, right. You know, but I I mean, I think it's an overall theme of like honoring this man's life mm-hmm. and other people like him. Yeah. I'm sure he's not the only one. Right. Right. No, and I agree. I think that it is an important story. I don't know if it's like just the framework of it, I think was what I didn't enjoy. Okay. And it's also based on a book. So I just think that like this and also Tender Bar, like these book to movie adaptations of true life stories. Yeah, with with these heavily masculine Exactly. I was going to say these male-centric stories. Yeah, that, they, like, these like uh, overly testosterone-influenced. Mm-hmm. It, it's fine. That's just not... For the cinema chicks. It's not, not, it's for, not the for the cinema chicks. This, <laughs> this is a movie that's not for the girlies. I, I don't necessarily regret watching this, but mm-hmm. I also at the same time... You know, maybe would have enjoyed rewatching an old favorite. Exactly. More. I mean, it's definitely if you're looking for something new, you like something with a bit of a period spice mm-hmm. to it, and you also like a, a sport movie. I guess yeah. this is for you. Give it a try. It's it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. No, no, it's it's not the worst. It's interesting because I haven't really seen any press about it i saw it on a no. bus stop and i was like oh i'll write that down and you know well hope and i will watch that because it's on hbo max absolutely give it a chance um i am kind of glad that i didn't see this in theaters i think i would have yeah gone a little crazy and that was the same with tender bar it was on amazon prime it was lovely i watched it on my tv at home which was bigger than my laptop so that was you know a cinematic moment for me yeah but yeah, I don't think I would watch this again. No. Is it Cinema Chicks approved? For personal reasons, no. Yeah. It's a just fine film. It's going to be somebody's favorite out oh, there. Oh, yeah. But some dad. It's, yes, somebody's father is going to love this. This and Tender Bar. <laughs> yes, but this is not for the Cinema Chicks. And on that note, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed, you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Cinema Chicks and on TikTok at Cinema Chicks. And if you want to be friends, you can follow me on Instagram at Madeline Daisy Rancourt and on Letterboxd at Madeline Daisy. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Hope Johansson and on Letterboxd at HJoha. And before we end today, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Unintentionally becoming a boxer. Vicky Crepes for once again playing a meek woman. And Danny DeVito for being the light of my life. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad we had that talk. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.